Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Fancy Cast. I'm your host Brandon Nichols. Joining me as always, Sam. How you doing, Sam? Doing fantastic. Full tux, top hat, Full cane. tux, top hat, Spe- uh, monocle. You I want to say, say, I want to say spectacle. spectacle. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, not a spectacle. A I was monocle. actually going to go with you and I went, wait, does he mean spectacle? He I mean spectacle. monocle. Yes. Monocle. Um, that's, is that, that's the whole outfit the Monopoly man wears, isn't it? Yeah, does he have man. a monocle? You mean what I'm wearing? Yes. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what he wears. I just don't remember him having. Yeah, a he has monocle. a monocle. He has a pocket watch. No, he has a monocle. But does he also have a pocket watch? Well, yeah, he's fancy. No, he Who's fancy? Where's your fancy? pocket watch? Where's uh, your I pocket know. watch? Everything oh, okay. but the pocket watch. Oh, we haven't recorded for a couple of weeks. One of that's my fault. The other one is I don't know whose fault because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Let's just last blame it on week. Chewy. We'll blame it on the dog. Chewy. Damn dog. That's why uh, you get a dog, so you can blame your farts on him. Oh, my God. No, I don't have to blame my farts on the dog because the dog farts enough See, perfect. Is. You've already got it down. Man. Well done. Uh, <laughs> how um, you and your family took a nice little vacation yes. down to the Gulf? Yes, we, did. we went down to the Gulf. We went to a place in uh, Mississippi called Pass Christian, and we were on the Gulf there. and We, we kind of used that as like our base of operation. We kind of went out from there. Went to New Orleans City Park out there and um, just kind of went around. There's a Du Lamont Cafe or something like that that's famous for like serving beignets, like one of the first places to serve beignets. And I've never had a beignet and I've always wanted to try one, but oh, I, I told I somebody I would never have one unless it was from Cafe Du Monde or well, like New, New Orleans. New but Orleans, yeah, New Orleans, New Orleans. So, but yeah, that was amazing and just you know went to the beach and everything. Um, you know, and the kids enjoy it, which is funny because Anya was so nervous. My oldest was so nervous the first day because uh, the Gulf where we were at, the water didn't have a bunch of waves and everything, so you well, could really see everything in it. And right. you could go out really far because they had the large, you know, sandbars. You mean the bath water? Yeah, it was pretty warm, <laughs> but you could see, and there was a lot of jellyfish oh. in it whenever we were there. And they were some of them were the harmless little baby ones you can kind of pick up and. Right, feel them and stuff like that, but there were some, a few with tentacles, and she was really nervous. Well, then we went to a different beach in Dauphin Island, and it had like the bigger waves and everything. Right, and I mean, so here's the thing: I am not the most comfortable in the ocean. Just having things around me that I can't see, <laughs> the possibility of like killing me, makes me nervous. Right, just makes me nervous, like sharks, basically. I didn't know sharks. you had that emotion. Yeah, sharks specifically just kind of like I think that would be a bad way to go because fe- one of my fears sharks oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and w- one of my like worst fears of like dying would be drowning I think drowning would be yeah. horrible so I feel like getting attacked by a shark would be similar to drowning and then also being eaten alive two bad deaths so but we were out in this ocean up to our chest like to my chest. And they talk about how most shark attacks occur in, like, I think, waist-deep water yep, or something way, like waist that. waist-deep water. <laughs> and it's just, it's funny how you can get out there. And my thought is always, like, if there's people beyond me, there's other options for the sharks to eat. So I'm okay. You're, you're, you're not that thick of a guy. So that you're, you don't, you're, you're just like a toothpick. So they probably would have gone but yeah, but, else. Oh, but my kids loved it. Like, Anya didn't, she, my oldest, she didn't even care at that point. She was right. in the water with us, having a good time, riding the waves. My other two were like going in, up and down, like just like they'd go under the water and you wouldn't see them. And you're like, I hope they pop up. And then they <laughs> pop up. And then finally, we'd probably been there for a couple hours and I felt something brush my chest and it was slimy. So I was like, sharks have like a sandpaper. Like, huh? Was it seaweed? No, it was something that like oh. swam by me. Oh, okay. Because I felt it like kind of right. move across. And I was like, oh, well, that was weird. And then I was like, well, and I, Emily's like, what? And I said, I felt something. So I was like, let's back up a little bit. 
and you know kind of going through and then i felt something come around and cr- like across the back of my legs and i was right. like all right i was like it's probably mm. just the fish because it was slimy you know sharks have a sandpaper like not all sharks I know, but that's what I tell in my, in my head. That's normally what their skin feels like. But I'm like, I'm just just back up and like kind of get closer to the knee deep water. Yeah. So, so we did. But it was a, it was a very good time. Well, there, were there a lot of people in New Orleans? Uh, not really. Yeah. We did go down to like the French Quarter and Bourbon Street and stuff. And we were gonna kind of go out and find a place to eat there. And there weren't. A, I mean, it was busy, but probably not how it normally is. Right. Uh, but then parking and everything was crazy so one of one of my so i'm a big history guy yeah i'm not a fan of american history having said that there's like a couple cities that i would love to go to in america to just visit because of their historical aspects um boston yeah philadelphia amazing um but one of them is new orleans more because of its cultural history and i it's like a dream vacation for me one of the things I want to do is go walking through cemeteries in New Orleans. Yes. My wife says I'm not allowed to do that. And she would not go with me if I were to go. Hey, man, what she don't know, you don't have to tell her. So do but, what you um, want. No, I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. But a friend of mine went there two months ago. And that she, he, was he, him or his wife, I think it was his wife, kept posting pictures of like the French Quarter and everything. Mm-hmm. There was just nobody. Yeah. No, it, was, it wasn't it was bad. It was, I will say it is funny because, I mean, it's hot here, but like it's, yeah. <laughs> as I would say, sweltering there. Yes. Like the humidity is something else, which we have significant humidity here in the Midwest. Right. But oh, man, I, and <laughs> when I, I got back, I was like, this is not bad right now. Yeah. Like I got a light breeze. Yes, it's sticky, but yeah. not as sticky as it was there. So I may have been born here and currently live in the Midwest, but I grew up. In Southern California and as somebody who's spent hundreds of hours on a beach in San Diego I can tell you that the Gulf is trash because it's like I said bathwater I can't now he said that and I've tried to explain to people they like they go to the Gulf into Florida and they go, oh this is great I love going to the beach and all this other stuff and I go this isn't the beach you want or this isn't like an indicative beach water because if you go to like one of the two coasts, it's freezing. When you first get in, it's super cold. Your body adjusts to it, just like a swimming pool. But it's like the first time I stepped my foot in Gulf water, I was like, <laughs> I was like prepared because I know what yeah. a beach is like and water is like. And I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> and I just walked in and I'm like, what is this? They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, this is bath water. And I'm like, this is so weird. I don't. Yeah. And then I start feeling yeah. uncomfortable. Also, do you think um, you had said that you could see in the water? Do you think that's because of the lack of people on the beaches lately? Well, because I every coast. Now, granted, I'm talking Florida Gulf. Yeah. Well, and I will say we could see because it was so shallow. Oh, okay. The place we were. It wasn't necessarily because there wasn't as many people. It just was very shallow where we were on, yeah, the Gulf area. When we went to the Dauphin Island, like, we got in far enough, we couldn't really see there. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was just because it was. Clearwater Beach, everybody loves it in Florida, but I I just, ugh. Yeah. Between the water and the people and everything. I just don't like people anyway, so. And then I listened to a book on the way down there. What book? I listened to uh, The Outsider. Oh. Stephen King's The Outsider. Are you an audiobook person? Well, 
apparently I I didn't I would be, but then I found out that like the library, you know, has a thing where you can connect and yeah. then basically download books. And I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah. And so Emily set my phone up to do it, and oh. so I listened to that. Nice. And I just finished it today. And did you like it? Yeah, it was good. It <laughs> kind of very similar to many Stephen Kings, where it's kind of got like a lot of build up. And it just doesn't quite meet the record. His son is a lot better at that, Joe Hill. Yeah. So I just throw it out there. Which I have books that you need to read. If yeah. You really want I'm to ready to read. start reading some more. Um, if you so. really want epic, I'll give you that big white one on the end. Okay. Um, all right. Let's, let's get into this a yeah, little bit. We got some it. stuff what, to talk about. What you about. been gaming? How's um, the longing going? Tell me all about it, Brandon. I'm ready. I am a piece of shit because I haven't <laughs> played it. That is the official four week old you know we don't even know this. how many days you have left in that we don't i'll tell you what i'll make sure i will give a legit you've at least update. gotta know who knows what your guy's le- doing at this point he's probably still sitting there reading um you'll open something. it up and he'll have killed himself and you'll be like this nope. is the thing oh man he I escaped this a long time ago <laughs> yeah he got um, away from it how's horizon zero dawn going it is not on game pass or the playstation equivalent so, so buy it, rent it, do something. <laughs> so therefore, I have not played it. But I have, right. I was going to say, I have played some games. We okay. talked about this. But I had t- been talking a lot. So you talk about some of the games right. you've been gaming. So the other, which I think we talked about last time, I finished Last of Us. I love. What'd game. you think? I love the game. Yeah. I love the ending. Um, not many people like the ending. But um, I also think a lot of people, I don't want to say a majority of people um, are negative people, but people want resolution in life. Like when they're when they're playing a video game, watching a movie, reading a book, they want an ending, finalized endings. And a lot of time in real life, you don't get those nice, cleaned up. Everybody gets what they want endings, and because of that, I don't think a lot of people. I think. I know there are a lot of people that I know like the ending of, or the game of Last of Us. There are a lot of people that don't. Um, I think it was perfect from start to finish. So I read an interesting article, and I would like to know what your thoughts are. Okay. It said that the reason that people have, they've had kind of the response that they have to The Last of Us Part Two is because it would have worked better as a TV show because it takes a lot of the character building and action out of your hands. And like the way that some people, you know, in some games you get the option to do this or that. Right. You get the option to, you know, become this character or maybe go down a different path and say, that's how I want to play, you know? And by the, by the end of it, from what I understand, a lot of the bigger story cutscenes and, you know, points are taken away from you. Correct. And you're just basically sitting there watching it. Right. And so one of the things that, that discussed is that maybe this would have worked better as a TV show. Because you would have been sit back and watching. Now, granted, I just, yeah. Like right. I know. I know you so, enjoyed it and I'm happy you did. I just was curious. So here's, here's my, I guess, rebuttal to that is every video game already has a predetermined ending. You're just more involved <laughs> in making it happen. Uh, I see how you're playing it. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> yes. So... Every video game ends the way the, the developer wants it to end. Whether you are actively pushing the very last button to make the very last decision or you're watching a cutscene play out with choices that the developer made. So enjoy the ride and take it in for what it is. That's, I guess, fair. my I best. Think that's fair. Um, yeah. I started writing something today. I'm going to start putting written reviews of things on the website for the podcast and I started writing something for the last of us 
and like I think like the line I wrote was something like, "People want black and white when it comes to it's either this or it's either that." And the Last of Us Two shows a rem- is a great reminder that there are so many shades of gray, and everything has a consequence. And do you feel like where the characters got by the end of that was appropriate? Well, how it ended, did it feel for appropriate? Them, for those characters, yes. Okay. I think that's fair. Having said that, I hated it. I hated how it be, but I understand it and I know why. Does that make sense? Yep. Give me it. That's right here. <laughs> just because. I respect that. Just because yeah. the ending for, I'll say, it's a weird way of saying it. Just the way a, a character's story arc ended sucked. It was effing ridiculous. But everything that led up to that totally made sense for that to be the ending. Yeah. And things like that happen in real life, and people need to understand yep. these are the kind of things that happen. And just so people know, I did not slap Brandon in the no, face. Gave I gave five. him a five because I respect <laughs> that. Even if something doesn't go the way you would wanted it to, right. You can understand that that's, that's not the story that was being told. That's the biggest issue is people are like, that's not what I wanted to happen in the end. Well, it doesn't matter what you wanted to happen in the end. It's the, I've, so I've always had this issue of. I've opened Pandora's box. You, you have. And I actually would love to get your opinion on this. Yeah. Um, as somebody who would love to actually write books and put stuff out. I've always watched and heard people get upset about authors getting God complexes. Here's an example. Somebody I know, um, when it got to the, like, the last three books, and I'm getting ready to do some spoiler information on Harry Potter. If you haven't read it, that's not my problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where they killed off one of the twins, or Rowling killed off one of the twins, and a friend of mine got so infuriated at it. She doesn't have the right to do that to our characters. It's like ownership of the characters are now belong to the fans and to the people reading it. And to me, I'm like, the ownership of the character doesn't even belong to the author. It belongs to the character. As somebody who has written stuff, you start writing and the character develops itself. It is of its own entity. And a lot of times the character tells you where it needs to go. But the fact that there's an assumption that authors or any type of media writer or creator owes something to the people consuming the media I find a little like you want to be entertained that's the only thing they owe you is to elicit some kind of reaction in a form of entertainment to you they don't owe you giving you a happy ending for a character that you or love or infatuated with or a relationship to pan out the way it's supposed to do you do you feel that authors owe that to the people reading their their books? So I'm going to play a little bit of both sides here. Okay. Because here's what I feel about it: the authors don't owe the readers anything. I I, I have a friend very similar that was reading the Harry Potter books, and when spoiler alert, jump ahead ten seconds, Dumbledore gets killed. Right. Um. She was like, "I'm done reading the books. I can't take it. Like, why would they do that to a character?" I, it's not acceptable and she was like you know just heartbroken and was done but I I mean I read about it and you know she just told me she was upset but I hadn't I, I hadn't she didn't tell me what happened but I read the books and I was like but it seemed appropriate at the time right and so I accept it and like kind of similar to you I cannot like the way and something ends 
but if it's in line with the character and how I feel like the character has been developed and been described and been told to me and I understand his past and I understand some of his present and where he's going to the future, I can accept that. The problem I have is probably actually making the point even more is when the author starts pandering to the crowd. And I've seen right. it more, I feel like, with TV shows oh, yeah. where they start developing their characters in response to, well, but people like this character and we want to keep telling more stories about it. And maybe their story probably should have ended. One of my big ones. Have you seen Dexter? Yes. I haven't finished Dexter, but I have seen it. Do you have you? How far along did you get? Do you know what season? No. Oh, crap. Five. Okay. At the, I'm halfway through the season after John Lithgow's. Okay. So you know what happens there. I'm not going to say anything that happens at the end, but I feel like after what happens with John Lithgow's character and the bigger reveal, right? That story should have turned to something else, and it didn't. I felt like it kind of stayed put and it spun its wheels for the rest of the series. Really? And I, 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 I watched the next season, and then I was done. I was like, this is not that character that was been developed. You're now telling me a story because you're trying to sell the idea of this character continuing in this universe so that you can make money, so that you can continue the series and get views. And I was done. And I turned it off after season five, and I was like, there's no reason yeah. to watch this. This is not the same character. I loved that entire season with John Lithgow. Yeah, that was fantastic. I, I John Lithgow is amazing comedian in yeah. all television shows. And a terrifying bad oh, absolutely. guy in anything. In a show where the main character's a bad guy. But, I yeah. mean, he's like... He was in Cliffhanger, too. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. He was the bad guy. I don't I don't ever watch Cliffhanger. That's... It looks stupid. All right. The next sound you're going to hear is me slapping Brad. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. <laughs> it's but, okay. <laughs> but it is a fun movie. Um, and I think that's one of the ones where I saw the poster, like where he's flying with the axe in his hand or something. Like No, no, no. In the... the poster well i don't know maybe you saw a different one he's hanging one-handed on yeah, the cliff yeah, yeah. and he's reaching down to grab something yeah so it just looks so ridiculous like the the poster for um wherever the movie with I'm the rock sure is the... oh he's he's got the like he's missing a leg no it's where he's jumping from the skyscraper yeah that's the one where he's, that... he's missing a leg oh and he's jumping yes he's missing a leg in, in the it. movie yeah oh okay. he's like doesn't have a leg no but yeah but he's well jumping. he's got a prosthetic so. okay but he's jumping yes and I'm like, yeah i'm sorry dude your trajectory is gonna end in you in death that's <laughs> yeah. a, a somebody did poster. the physics behind that actually i remember seeing a calculation and they're like okay the fastest man in the world usain bolt runs at this speed you know, that distance, height, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, there's no way he could make it. Add on to The Rock's body mass. Exactly. To he totally bolt. did. He totally did. It was a, it was actually an interesting physics lesson. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I want to get off of... I want to do an entire spoiler cast on uh, Last of Us 2. You're I trying. Talk. I've tried and I've been Brent. denied. I've been denied. I gave him a week Step to Step out of the it. shadows. Get on a cast Sorry. with my good friend Brandon here. We'll just corner him into doing an episode down. He's in just too scared. Um, He'll I just have, bolt. That's so what he I, does. I, to finish my thing, this is gonna be a long episode. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I so I finished Last of Us two. I am currently almost half. No, a third of the way. I thought it was actually longer until I was looking up how many acts and story parts there were. I'm almost done with Act one of the three acts of Ghost of Tsushima. That is a beautiful game. 
Oh, you just the way it looks. You, Beautiful you watched, game. You watched it play me. The yeah, other night. I just I came in and I was playing a game that I wanted to play while Brandon was playing. We'll talk that. about that. In yeah, a second. we'll talk about that in a second. And he showed me some brief moments. Damn, I've gotten a lot better with the sword play. That's and good because you were sucking it up, dude. I but there are times though where I'm like, <laughs> how is this low level guy kicking? Which my is ass? awesome. I I kind of like that. It's not hard like. Sekiro or um, a Souls game, yeah. But like you could be motoring along, mowing down some guys. One guy gets a shot in you, and it can disorient you and go like, "What?" Do you ever happened? play the uh, Ninja Gaiden games? Yes, on Xbox. Yes, <laughs> crap. <laughs> a low level enemy, yeah, could end your run. <laughs> like um, the very first one. If you're not, if you're not paying attention, you could right. be taken down. I have a lot of nitpicks about Ghost of Tsushima, but none of them. I would, I would, I guess, compare it to the last, um, not last Samurai, the Star Wars game that came out. Yeah. Fallen Order. Um, like, there's some technical issues in terms of controls and how it plays. No glitching, no freezing, nothing like that crap with last or Fallen Order. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I'm highly enjoying it. I love, I, I said this earlier, I'm big into history. I used to be obsessed with Egypt and the Israel and that whole area. Um, this is slowly making me obsessed with feudal Japan. What's this guy's, the main character's name? <sighs> Jin, Jin. Um, Jin. And for, something with an S. Well, just so you know, Jin, this guy, just for you ladies out there, he hangs dong. Oh yes. Just so you know, the um, there's a a mechanic where you can rest <laughs> at a. Brandon hot was nice enough to show it to yes, me. Yes, I was like, oh, Sam, watch this. Um, yeah. When you go to rest, it, and what's really funny, and I'll tell the story. Was, tell you what, that's not a samurai story. It's <laughs> not a samurai story. Um, my oldest, my 13 year old, was watching me play it, and I was like, oh, hot spring. I was they were talking about one of these. You can rest. And Austin's just sitting next to me and I click the button to rest and you see him like moving next thing, you know, bear samurai ass <laughs> on the screen. And then we both kind of glanced at each other like, Oh, Oh, hello. Am I gay now? Yes. <laughs> and then when he goes to get out, he stands up and starts to turn. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> and then it's just, but then it cuts real quick. And I was like, okay. Um, yeah, that was good. I'm highly enjoying it. I'm really looking forward to see, how it plays out um i'm really into the mechanics there are a couple things or into um the sword play there are like i said there's several things where i'm like yeah but it's not killing my enjoyment of the game and coming off of playing such an intense game like last of us 2 and to where you're just constantly like holy crap that was like a lot going on it's good to just sit back and play an RPG fighting single player game where I'm not constantly worried about every corner I round in a game. So I've heard a lot of sentiment of that is that yeah. it's just, it's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You're just, I, oh. I will also add lastly that like the last of us two, this game is pushing the PS4 to its <laughs> utter limits. It's about to take off more so than what I noticed on the last <laughs> of us. Clear two. the landing pad. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I, and I, but I get it. You know, it's funny because I, I feel like you're going to get the best games out of a system towards the end of its life cycle. And man, there, and if, like you said, you look, it's a gorgeous game. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine all the horsepower of the PS4 that it's using just to show this. 
but yeah, it sounds. I I've been playing it mostly with headphones on, but I like I'll go like this every once in a while because I'm like, what's that noise? Oh, I hear my PS4. <laughs> Austin the yesterday goes. I think they just made a really weird noise I'm not used to. And I was like, shit. So then I was in there <laughs> listening to it. I got one ear on, one ear off for like 30 minutes. I'm like, no, I think yeah, like a crunch noise. Uh, never yeah, never good with electronics right. when you actually, hear a crunch. Since like, I'm actually playing Whoa. with a disc, I'm a little more nervous. Instead of digital, yeah. <laughs> that is so, nerve-wracking. What games have you been playing? All right. So here's my big one. I came over here. Basically, Brandon's like, this is the time I can come over. I think you said 10. Yeah. Initially, it was 9, but then you said, give me till 10. And I was right. like, okay. I came over like close to after 10. Brandon didn't let me in at first. He oh, kind of locked me out. and <laughs> So then I took a picture and left. And then he said, come back. But I came back, and my intent was, I'm beating Half-Life Alex today. That is my goal. I stood in place, literally playing stood, the game. Stood in my basement. Like I thought of that at one point because I'm sitting over here, yeah. off and on playing um, Ghost of Tsushima. I go upstairs for a little while. I come down. I didn't eat. I'll be honest, Sam. I didn't eat. I didn't do anything until after you left because I didn't know how long you were going to play for. But at one point, I looked over at you. and I'm like, other than you crouching for certain yeah. parts, I'm like, he's hasn't moved or sat down or taken a break or anything oh man it was exhausting you killed your battery <laughs> yeah well and so my thought i was like okay i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go through i figured i maybe had played i don't know maybe four hours is what i thought in total prior to coming over to your house and then i was like okay i can, I can probably like just poop sock this and like get through it and be done but and I think I played till about four thirty, almost four thirty or five. Four thirty. That's why I was sitting here going, Let's see, eleven, twelve, one, two, whole four, six hours. I ended on chapter eight. I decided I, I, I got to chapter eight and was like, I'm saving here. I'm done. My family hasn't seen me. They're starting to worry about me being gone. I haven't had lunch. It's getting close to dinner time. You know, I hadn't taken the headset off at that point. And there are eleven chapters. In this game, well, that's what and I was wondering. I was like, "How long crap. is this game for a VR game?" Yes, well, and that's the thing is, I thought, like, from what I had read, was like twelve, or maybe it was like fourteen to sixteen hours. So I was like, "Okay, like I could probably do that." So I mean, I guess if you look at it, and I had spent what eleven, twelve, one, two, three, four, so five, so I, nine. So I still got a ways to go. Holy crap! Like this yeah. game is just it doesn't let up, and they keep introducing new mechanics in VR. And for those of you that have like used a VR headset or anything like that, and you know, kind of you're holding something in your hands that basically represents your hands. You've got the headset on your head that when you turn and everything, like the things that they're, it just blows my mind that you, they can show you. You keep hitting the thing on my wall. I do. Lot. So I'm like, I do. or my ceiling, like I'm like, Oh, we hit it again. Well, because there's parts also where I'm like I'm so happy you turned the fan off too. Yes, I'm like, so I would have nailed my hands on that multiple times. But there's parts where I'm playing the game, and I'm like there'll be a puzzle, and I'm just like I don't know where it wants me to go. I don't know what it wants me to do, and I'll run up against a wall, and I'm like I don't know, man. What do you where? There's nowhere for me to go, and then I kind of like well, this ledge maybe looks low enough, and like then I physically crouch down, and I'm like oh. <laughs> I can go underneath this, but in the game where is you typically a button press to crouch and you go under, you have to actually physically like step down. And like Brandon said, he'd see me like crouch down and I'd be kind of like down on the ground, like moving my hands around yeah. and everything. And then I was introduced to a character known as Jeff. 
which is basically an infected that has become the king of the infected right. that can't see you, but he can hear you. And I've heard in The Last of Us Part Two, yes, there's, there's a similar character, the and it's very nerve-wracking. Well, guess what's really, really, really <laughs> nerve-wracking is having a VR headset on that it is in your face, and they lock you in rooms with it. They lock then, you in rooms. And then you make decisions to lock them in rooms. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, like, oh, it's just it's terrible. I locked it in, like, a freezer, and I was like, cool. I don't have to worry about that's like that's how it introduced me to this character. It's here. <laughs> I lock it in a room. Great. Well, there's a tool that you can use that like the course. There's like a lift you need to get on, and the electric's out. Guess where the electrical wiring I need to get to is? It's in where Jeff's hanging out. I turn that on. One of the most panic-inducing parts is the lift I had gotten activated, and you know there's all these. You're in a distillery, right? So there's all these like vodka bottles around, and you and, can and throw. He's attracted to sound. He's attracted to sound. So of course you go over, grab a bottle, throw it, go do your business until he starts like moving away from that, and he gets too close, and you're like, oh Jeff, what are you doing here, buddy? Leave right. me alone. <laughs> grab another bottle, throw it. On the lift, the one like just the claustrophobic part of it. So. You know, I got it, the, the electricity, the panel back up, ready to go. I'm like, awesome, this is fantastic. You go over, you hit the button for the lift. The thing starts closing. Oh, no, but Jeff, of course, hears it and decides he wants on the lift with you. And I'm like, no, Jeff, you stay off of it. And I was like, well, if you're coming on, I'm going off. And it doesn't let you in. Whoever, like, programmed this game smart enough, like, I didn't even realize that there was, like, a little, there was a box that I could, like, kind of wedge myself in between to hide from Jeff. As on he, the lift? On the lift while he was <laughs> in the main part of it. And then you can kind of look out and peek and see what he's doing. And one of the head crab characters, like, one of the, like, minor enemies yeah. jumps on there and he picks it up. And you see him smash it against the wall and then, like, throw up onto it. And I'm like... I, I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> I don't need that to happen I don't need that happen to me. I don't need Jeff in my business. You just stay away from me. Oh, and I forgot the other part I was telling you about. So Jeff also has spores that come off his body, similar to another game. This is, well, this sounds a lot like yeah, Last of Us. Yeah, it does. Spores. <laughs> and what is when you walk through the spores, you cough. Right. And, of course, there's sound and there's coughing, so Jeff is attracted to that. Well, because you're in VR and you've got hands – a character who you're only introduced to like once because kind of tells you about Jeff, tells you you can hold your hand up to your mouth to keep yourself from coughing. So at times I'd have to put my hand over my mouth with my VR hand and walk around <laughs> to, in trying to avoid Jeff and his spores that were shooting off of him so that I wouldn't cough. So then he would chase after me. And that's how I ended my – after I did Jeff, I was like, I'm done. I need a break. I need a break. This thing's freaking me out, and like Jeff is no Jeff is no more. I'm not gonna tell you what happens, just in case anybody else gets an you, Oculus Quest and plays it. You stood in one place so long that one of the ways I knew that you had squatted down was the popping from your knees and the creaking <laughs> of you making. I was like, oh, that's just Sam. That's just Sam just sitting. Oh, there. and it's just, man, it just is hard. It's just, it's a it's a fantastic game. I can't believe they were able to implement all this. And it just keeps surprising me over and over. And I just, in the fact that I've got, you know, four more chapters, I'm like, I don't know what they're going to do. You know what would be really interesting? And like, so say if people had headphones on that had a microphone. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember when Xbox One, when Xbox One came out and they had the Connect. 
and people who had that hooked up and people who had the, the camera microphone hooked up on the PS4. If you were playing NBA 2K and like you got frustrated and would go shit or something like that, the refs in the game would give you a technical <laughs> like you were cussing at them. And it oh. was like and then like another one of the things from um, the <laughs> PT great. demo. Yeah. One of the things you have to do is uh. have headphones on and talk back and ask for a like repeat a name in the game interacts with you. So I was just thinking you you and Jeff and the microphone that's if being added to the PS5 controller if you're sitting there playing like the next last of us or something and you're around some oh my infected and you go shit or and Whoa. it starts looking and for like, you and you're like Ugh. yeah you know like, that, that would be that would be insane <laughs> well and i don't know i think there was maybe a couple times i cursed because yeah. something would be Yo, in there your were, face. There were, and I was like, damn, Sam. <laughs> well, they just the thing is when something's like jumping into your right. face, it's very nerve-wracking. And, especially, and it's a different experience when you have the VR headset Yeah, it's 100%. Like, you can watch it on a screen, but until you put the headset on, it's like, oh, I've watched you play that on the screen, and I'm like, it looks just like watching somebody play a video game. Yeah, exactly. But I don't put into... It's hard for me to have the concept of you with it on and you're actually yeah. moving and literally in your face is everything that's yep. happening. Well, and I've heard that the ending is just like, it's excellent. And is so it? like, and I don't know, my guess is it's going to somehow um, kind of give you an idea of like Half-Life 2 or it kind of lead into it because it's all before that. Right. So I'm kind of curious to see what they do, but I was, it's been amazing and I can't believe the technical achievement in it. Well, I, know you, I know you have other games, but let's let's move along. From, I, yes, let's move we'll, along. They're, they're, they're smaller ones. So. Yes, we can talk about can that jump. next week. Yeah, we can jump. When, when I give my longing. <laughs> um, I can also lend you so that you can play Death Stranding. Oh, or yeah. Just try it. <laughs> Get it started. Okay. I, might, I might mark off Horizon Zero Dawn. And, and that, make that be Death the new Stranding. one. Okay. Um, let's get into my first set of news. Okay. Um, Honestly, this whole list, this is the one I wanted to talk about the most because it, it, it frustrates me. Microsoft apparently has become the front runner to buy Warner Brothers Gaming. Now, see, I see your little tag after that. Not why? a fan of this. Why? So here's why I'm not a fan of this. So I love exclusives that are built up from a company, right? So Sony has Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't outright buy that to make video games. They've had Sony owns everything Spider-Man related, right? So when they released Spider-Man on PS4, that was because that was their property. And it's, it had always been their property. They weren't like, let's make the best Spider-Man ever and just stick it and just put it on Sony because nobody else can play it. If Microsoft buys Warner Brother Games, they'll, they'll outright own NetherRealm, which means... There won't be a Mortal Kombat on anything but Microsoft anymore. I'm going to be honest with you there, and just like I kind of play devil's advocate, I don't know that Microsoft would keep that just on Xbox. You don't. You it's think such a big hit. Like I don't like like kind of think about Minecraft too. Minecraft is such a big game. It well, would be stupid for them. I know, I know. Microsoft. I'm like, I'm, that's really comparing like, especially the age group, huge golden, the... golden platinum apple to you know, right. like orange, silver orange right. or something. But I honestly, I could see Microsoft saying, no, we're going to put this, we're going to allow this to be on both. Okay. More importantly, my issue relies on 
um, Rocksteady mm-hmm. and getting licenses to all DC content because that could mean that they're basically buying the licenses to put the next Batman game only on Microsoft. The next, you know, they finally get a Superman game only on Microsoft. And you know you've got... <laughs> Don't worry about that one so much. You've, they got, made a good you've one. got two big games that everyone is pretty sure is coming out. Whatever Rocksteady's working on and the next WB Montreal game, which... I have a feeling those two games probably won't be completely affected by that if this yeah. were to come. I'm, I'm with you there. I don't think already, they yep. They're already so far into production, yeah. they'll get released on It's going to be similar to like Obsidian releasing Outer Worlds. or right. And, you know, they're just like, no, it's going on everything because, right, because they had already had that in production. Let's yeah, put it out there. Because you're then wasting money exactly. in production yeah. time. But you're now limiting all these properties. So Lego, when they go, like. Do you think they put any more Lego games out on like? I feel like it, they're buying their exclusives. Well, I mean, that's kind of what people have been asking to do, to to build their exclusive cattle, like basically portfolio. Right. So, and I would also want to reiterate, I would be just as against this if it was Sony. I don't want something that is so has such a wide variety or um, wide extension to people that are fans to be limited to only having to buy one console something things that are already established and that people like no more telltale games on anything but microsoft you gotta admit though this would be smart from microsoft standpoint would but not too not friendly to gamers right it's very similar to ea buying the exclusive license to madden or to nfl because now, if you want to buy an NFL game, you just have to buy an EA game, and you're limited to whatever they want to give you at whatever time. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like makes me nervous because I see what happens with Square Enix and this Avengers game, and I'm like, eh. not to mention there have been so many places. Uh, what's the studios that Microsoft has bought, mm-hmm. stripped? How do you murdered. know they're the front runner? Right now, no. Everybody's that's that's the thing. I just haven't. I hadn't heard no, that. No. I just so, didn't know. So it was EA. I was. I kind of really didn't think they were like seriously in. I thought they were kind of like, well, Appar- we're now, also. This, this is also. I I want to make it also known. I wrote these notes a week ago. Okay. So when I was doing research, and not stuff, look it up. Oh, they bought them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> no. Um, but it was EA and Activision were the two companies that were whatever. And apparently it just, it got out that whoever was in charge of this kind of stuff at Microsoft is making a serious push Mm. to make it, you know, so, and, and EA is not going to have the money to fight Microsoft. Activision would, might be able to have the money to fight Microsoft, but I think Activision has Call of Duty. Oh yeah. 4 billion is what they're kind of projecting for the cost. Activision has Call of Duty, so I'm not. Um, I'm not really sure Activision cares that much other than maybe wanting the side properties and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't like a console company owning the exclusive rights, buying out the exclusive rights. Like, it, 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 I know you said it's popular and, and Mortal Kombat you think might be released on everything, but like that was the first one I thought of. As much of a DC person as I am, my first thing I thought of was, so you're just going to rip Mortal Kombat out of every available platform and just stick it on... I, I honestly just couldn't see Microsoft doing that for Mortal Kombat. I mean, it's just it's it sells very well. 
on both. And I think that's kind of the thing. I don't think that they would necessarily limit it to that. I mean, I guess they could do maybe like exclusive characters, like a time release, you know, window for that. And then like the next Injustice game, because that's the next thing that the realm's working on. You're just worried that they're, uh, after they acquire them, they'll make a Batman Beyond game and they'll be like Xbox only. Yeah, I have no problem. I'll buy it yeah. because I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's play it. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I just don't. I want. So like one of my one of the things I love about Sony's exclusives is they're all from the ground up. They all started. They had they have these companies like okay, make something. Then you get The Last of Us. You get God of War. You get um, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. These are all properties they created, mm-hmm. and Microsoft has available um sorry somebody's at my front door apparently available properties but they don't cultivate them yeah they don't cultivate them build them up like yeah. do something with them especially when they own all these studios that they've well i mean maybe that's their their play maybe that's one of their like bigger non-gamer friendly because they have been pretty pro gamer since the debacle of the release of the xbox one i mean like that was just let's be honest it was a clusterfuck. Like they just, <laughs> it they was. screwed it up to the highest degree possible. And they have been trying to regain ground since then. And so like, you know, they've acquired, I think what, 17 studios or something like that. I mean, it's, it's a, a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. crazy amount of studios right. under their helm for their gaming, you know, section. And I mean, I will say reading what you put there, I'm like, man, that doesn't really seem like, I don't know why they need that right but now they've the got so many other than maybe that is maybe there's this one area where they're like you know what we just we don't have anything like a spider-man we don't have any you know specific superhero type game but we know rocksteady and uh wb montreal yeah can make good games like that we're just going to take a pass and go this you know easy route maybe that's where they said let's maybe that was the argument whoever's like really making a, a play for this said it's like we don't have any and these studios we acquired they're all working on something and you know they're smaller they're working on this but these get these companies we know we can they can do it can we just like spend four billion dollars to do that <laughs> let's just drop four billion and you know make it happen and whoever uh, you know has the purse strings there said we lost like Okay. 100 million on connect let's just spend 4 million on <laughs> right not million, and i'm not gonna million. be i'm gonna be honest with you although some of those studios look you know promising like the nether realms one is the biggest like mortal kombat's right. huge right but the whole having to license out the character i'm just like it well, does, see, that is the, that is the big thing because they may buy rocksteady and they may buy all the the companies and that are in the conglomerate but the they DC, don't own the characters. The only difference would be NetherRealm, because yeah. NetherRealm owns. Yes, is, is part of. So, the in all honesty, it doesn't seem like a smart acquisition to me. Right, I'm kind of like, yes, great studios, but like with the amount of studios that they have bought at this time, I don't know why. I mean, unless right. unless that is the thought process, let's let's go a short route of like we can get these studios that have done these type this type of work. And this is what we're looking for. I just really wish Microsoft would just focus on what they have. I understand. That's my personal I understand opinion. it too. <laughs> and I think that is kind of the plan going forward. But maybe there is just this one area that they're like, you know, look at it. Everything we have, we've got, you know, the first person shooter. We've got, you know, Sea of Thieves is doing really well from what I understand. Yeah, 15 like, million like, players. That's crazy. That it, I mean, they're like, we've got a, you know, a 
uh, what's that type of game called? There's a term for it. No, there's like a type of just like the way that it like draws you in and you just keep playing it forever. I can't remember. There's a certain type term or whatever, um, but I can't remember it right now. But they've got some of those things covered. And so and especially with the new studios they have. Right. I feel like they're like, okay, you know, we've got we've maybe are ticking off. We've got this now. We've got this now. We've got, you know, Tim Shea. To be honest, Tim Schafer alone is enough for me to like hurrah and like throw (laughs) my fist in the air because I'm like, that's freaking Tim Schafer's amazing. Oddly enough, just sidebar, there is a um, app called Crossword Daily Crossword Puzzles, and they had a gaming section. Oh, that's cool. And one of the things was video game something maker Schafer. Oh, and I went, yeah, Tim or Timothy, I guess. I I was like. Tim Schaefer. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't like, I know that name. Yeah. I know who that is. I thought that was right. Great. He's a legend in right. his own right. He really that is. alone, that like them getting him was like, just like, yes, I love yeah. this guy. Um, move it along a little here. So both systems, both Xbox, uh, one S not one S series, X. series X. I don't know why XSX is what I've started I don't know why you're having such a hard time trying to remember all these names. All these weird names. (laughs) Um, And PS5, both have released their their game boxes for next Oh, you know, I haven't actually seen the Series X. Oh, you haven't? Whoo, buddy. Okay. (laughs) So they both both went in the complete opposite direction. (laughs) PlayStation 5 was so vanilla with just a white stripe at the top. Oh, man, I'm kind of excited. The Xbox Series X is the same as the Xbox One, but with, like, badges all over everything. I need you to look it up. It like, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to find it. that's what everybody's complaining about is, like, because up in the corner it says Xbox One X, Xbox Series X. There's optimized for Xbox One X logo. There's, it looks like, it looks like somebody bought a minor league team and shoved all the sponsorships all over the front of the jersey is the complaint that people are having. It's like, here's all your information on the front cover of our, our product. And then Sony's like, yeah, no, we just put a little white stripe up there that says PS5. And it's like, but the, I guess the only real thing with the PS5 one is they kept the blue case. I almost would have rather seen a white case with a black strip. I can't. I, I don't know. That's not the... I've never seen that one. That's not the one they okay. showed. Um, so they're just trying to make it very apparent. Right. So they have, have the so Xbox like The Series one that X. they released shows that has... Up in the top corner, has the different consoles. It has that optimized thing. And it had like four logos down here. The teen thing mm-hmm. up here. And it was just like... First of all, you didn't really change the actual box. And I love... You started shoving all the... That we live in a day and age where people are complaining about <laughs> game box. boxes. I mean, it's like it just it makes me laugh because I'm like, who cares? I thought no, I will like, say I, I was looking for something like I was hoping they would do more than just the blue box for PlayStation because the, the PS4s are blue boxes, right? With yeah, you know, the PlayStation Twos uh, were white boxes with black stripe. I'm know. going to repeat what I just said. I know. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but Brandon, you know what? I'm glad you care. So therefore, okay. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So that there's a lot of like complaints about both. Gotcha. Um, let's get into the Xbox news that I came up from last week. Uh, the One X and the S Digital no longer in production. Which is odd to me a little bit that they get rid of the One X. Why wouldn't, wouldn't they make that the standard? 
the yeah, little bit more powerful. Yeah, just stop doing the X or the one. Yeah, stop doing, one. stop doing the one. Stop doing the. Oh, did I break this? No, no, I didn't. No, no you didn't. You're fine. Not, you know, stop doing the one. Stop doing the one S. Just do the one X. I guess maybe because then you'll have the Xbox One S, Xbox Series X. I don't know. Weird. Weird naming. Too, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I can't <laughs> defend that at um, all. So it's also a little weird considering the bottom thing, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, this one, next one, this next point. Game Pass Bella. will now include XCloud, and they're even changing Yo! it up. They're even changing it up to include the gold membership with it. The Xbox oh, yeah, yeah. Live Gold. So for 14.99, you get um, Game Pass, you get Xbox Live Gold. And then you get X. I don't. It's not going to be called X Cloud, but basically, game on your phone from your Xbox. What do you think they're going to call it? What would you call it? Xbox X Series X Cloud. <laughs> just keep saying X. Three sixty one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to bring all of it. Connect. Um, uh, and it's supposed see. to have the Stadia like function where you can yeah. pause it on your Xbox. How cool! And pick it up on your phone. I cannot wait for this. September is the tentative then release why date. Why don't you care about Stadia? Because Stadia, I don't want something else. <laughs> and I don't want like something else because I have my games on a system already. Right. I have, to, so today I hopped on my Xbox One X and I had like 287 games that are available for me to play. I don't want to. Game Pass alone. Yes. Well, and I, that's what is in my, my library. I don't have them all downloaded at once because I don't have the space, but that's one of the things right. I'm like, I don't need another something to put my games on. I have them on something. And they, they said there'll be a more than 100 games from on Game Pass when this launches um, in September, Man. I believe. Is it's just one of those cool convenience of life type things right. that I think, I mean, occasionally my kids are playing, you know, one of them's playing on the Switch, one of them's playing... I just realized I was going to say that on the Xbox, I don't know if I'll, have to, I'll be able to do that then. Because if no. they're on the Xbox, I don't know that I can play it on my But your account. son likes to play games that are both on the Xbox and on the PlayStation. That's game. true. And you can have him play them on the PlayStation if he's okay with it, and then you can play it on the thing. True. So. Um, and to go in with this, uh, Microsoft, and they even confirmed it wasn't a mistake, has officially removed the one-year... Yeah. option for buying Xbox Gold. There's been discussion that they're just going to get rid of Gold. Like, just Gold in general, pay, and it'll to be To pay the, to play online. Exactly. To pay to play online, and it's basically just going to be the game, if you get Game Pass, right? you know, then that's what you're paying for. Well, but the, yeah, the play online, I think. Well, I guess you could... Well, no, but games. that's the thing, is they're talking about removing that to be a roadblock. You should be able to, like, there's a rumor that from now, for, or starting with Series X... If you have buy Call of Duty, you don't need to pay for gold. Yeah. Well, or, people I know, they say it's silly that on the PC you're playing. Right. You're not having to pay for a service fee to play online. Right. So, I mean, But I at the same time, computers are operating all of that already, in my opinion. When you're paying PlayStation and Xbox for that service, you're paying for their infrastructure yeah. and their security, even though they both seem to lack at times. And, you know, you're paying for the service. You're not paying for the free games you get every month. You're paying for the everything that encompasses yes, their the online. service. Right. Well, and I will say, so to the next, can we just jumping yeah. to the next point you have here, Phil Spencer says, 
generational Exclusive. exclusives are counterproductive to what gaming is about. Here is what so Zach kind of brought it up um, at one point when I kind of like our group chat that he feels like they're kind of working on something different. They're going for a different route. And I kind of the everything that's kind of being said right now, especially like getting rid of like online pay subscription and kind of focusing more on like this game pass service, which I think is doing very well. I think the oh. last number that I heard reported was 10 million active subscribers right. to game pass, which that's a, a lot of money. Yeah. for them to have and then if they say they include this x cloud series x 360 connect party um whatever they decide to call it and if they call it that that would be insane but if they did if to say hey you pay 14.99 a month you have access to the game pass you can play online you know whether you pay for it or not but you have access to game pass you can do the x cloud thing and all that like i think that's their like idea and goal and then the generational exclusive things i think that's they're kind of just saying you know we'll come out with the hardware for you and you know there's there's uh rumors circulating that there's another console you know the series x is the big papa the big strong the refrigerator. console exactly where there's going to be a one a smaller series that doesn't cost as much a, a mini fridge yeah but that's i think that's the idea behind it is they're like we don't we don't care about that because we want you to be able to play wherever you are Okay, then here's my question. What's the incentive to buy an Xbox Series X? Because then you get in on that system. That is their, that's, I think, the trick behind this all. They are shooting for that crowd of gamers that bought the Wii. They're shooting for those people that are like, well, why not buy one? Because you get access to all of this if you have it. And like they're shooting for some, like a, a crowd that doesn't necessarily buy it. And I think... It's not the Series X that they're looking to sell people on. It's this middle console. I think that's what they're really trying to get people sold on. The problem, though, is they're saying all this is still available on Xbox One. Yeah. So, again, what's going to keep people from just buying the Xbox One? And nothing. That's the thing is I think that's what they're shooting for. I think that's their, their, their play. I think at this point moving forward with the Xbox One S... And then whatever the middle, say let's call Lockhart or whatever, Xbox Series S and Series X, they're just saying, we want you somewhere in here. Okay. We don't care where it is. But ID, you know, if you are a, it's just like a PC. If you are a hardcore gamer and you care about graphics and all that stuff, you could upgrade your PC to the nth degree to make it the most powerful and be able to harness all the teraflops and graphics and RAMs and all that stuff that... I don't know about. Right. You can ha- you, you can get somebody to care about that. Or if you're just kind of the casual gamer that's like, oh, man, I like the occasional um, low-intensity game, Minecraft, or, you know, I kind of pop on and something that's not going to be very labor-intensive, you can, you know, have a, a, a probably a laptop, like a Google, right. you know, Chromebook. Chromebook, and you could probably play some of those games on them if you're like, right. I don't care. And that I think that's what Microsoft is aiming for is we're like, we don't care. Where you decide to enter for, with us, we just want you in our, you know, title. And then we ha- now have however many studios that are creating games exclusively for us, and look at what we got for you. And I think that's, like, their trick that they're trying to do right now. If we can get you in on this, we've got Game Pass. Just hop on and give it a try. All of our exclusives are coming to that, and all of a sudden you're like, right. oh, man, this deal's looking better. Oh, and also, say, you know, you're like, well, I don't want to pop for Ultimate. Because that seems like eh, $179 a year. That seems like quite a lot. But they're like, oh, but also, 
You want to play on your phone? Yeah. You can do that. You want to play on your laptop? Hey, guess what? You can do that. And people are going to be like, why would I not get this at this point? And it's somewhere in that generation. I've got one more argument, though. Okay. And this comes from more of a, I don't know, partially on the developer side. But also, if you're, if you're saying it doesn't matter, what, does, what, is, what is optimized for Series X? Are you developing a game that will run on everything and be upscaled for Series X? Because I feel like if you're not utilizing the, the, the console to its fullest... Because if you are, if you're making the Xbox Series X and you're developing a game that will utilize every aspect and the ray tracing and the teraflops and the hard drive and everything that the Series X require or allows you to have, Mm -hmm. there's no way you should be able to put that game on any other system. Well, how does it work on PC? Because you can obviously play games that aren't, you know. Right, but an Xbox One isn't a PC. But I think that's what they're trying to eliminate the like different versions. I think that's why they're like, "Hey, man." So, th- like, so you'll never get as good of a game. Okay, so I guess my here's my. Th- but how does that's the thing is because you can play, you know, Crisis was the the like PC breaker back in the day, and people could play it on you know all different scales of PCs, and you I mean you could have the highest tech one, and then you could you can know you can adjust so many different settings when you're playing a PC game to kind of make it playable on your pc i think that's what microsoft is looking at now they're like hey man we're here's the thing i don't own a pc and i don't i've never built a pc i don't play on pc that's not where i want to play and i think there are a lot of people like me out there that are like i don't want to play on pc i have no interest in it i don't know how to build one i don't i don't want to have to mess with all the configurations and like all that crap and everything when i get in there and so I think them moving to this, like, you know, three versions, like Series S, Xbox One S, Series, or whatever, you know, all right. these different three versions. I think this is a calculated move for them to, like, have then their developers realize, like, hey, man, you can you know, use it. And just imagine that this is, like, your basic PC here, One S. Right. This is, like, your little standard, you know, upgrade, you know, PC, Series S. And then here's our big boy that can do everything, Series X code for these i just feel like you're limiting the capabilities of this this high powered hardware you built if you're not going to be able to fully utilize it for a game but how could you not fully use uh, utilize it if you can if you can play on everything because what if you what if it's just as simple like a this version has the you know the sliders and everything turned to where it can run it here this one has it every upscaled a little bit more and then the series x has it everything at ultra Okay, well, here's an example, and I'm going to use the PlayStation as an example because I know it's going to be this. There has to be a similar aspect on Xbox. Um, they keep talking about Ratchet and Clank, the new Ratchet and Clank game. Yeah. The developers flat out said you can't have this game on the PS4. Mm-hmm. It won't run mm-hmm. because of the hard drive, because of the ray tracing, mm-hmm. things like that. So they're fully trying to optimize the hardware of the PS5. Yeah. Let's say that is something that's on an Xbox. Mm-hmm. They're basically also saying that physically couldn't run on an Xbox X, mm-hmm. Xbox One. <laughs> I know. God it's, damn, I'm it's, getting it's hard to say. Microsoft, <laughs> scrap everything and rehire a marketing person. <laughs> I know for Navy. Um, no joke. <laughs> like I feel like okay, so they're saying we have this hardware. Yeah. Let's show it off. Yeah. But 
let's do it in a way that it just won't work on the next thing. See, and I think they're not they're not worried about that. They're not concerned about that because I think in their mind they're like, we don't we're gonna get you. We want you in this ecosystem. That is it. And like, I we are gonna have those people concerned about like you know things playing on this high end. But I think ultimately they're like. There's going to be things that the Xbox Series X is going to be capable of that, you know, the Xbox One S is not going to be capable of, but it's not going to hinder your game as you go and play. Like you're not going to load times is going to be Series S or not (laughs) Xbox One S. It's going to be like, okay, here's your load times are going to be like, yeah, man, you're going to be no, it's going to be noticeable, but your Series X, it's going to be, you know, much reduced at that point. And I think. You know, that's where you're going to see it. And so it's just like, I think, phone upgrades and everything. Like, you know, as phones get better and you upgrade them and everything, and it's like they still work very similar. They're very, you know, they do what they do. They, you, Some of them are faster. They have fancier cameras and things like that. But ideally, it, it's not that great and helpful to just totally kill off um, the phones, which they do eventually. Obviously, right. they say, hey, these things aren't going to work after some point. But if you've got if as long as you're in this ecosystem here is if, if i'm not just like screw apple i always have to buy a new phone you know in a couple years right. i don't want to do that anymore i'm not paying for anything in their services anymore say i move over to android they would rather keep me here using their right. app store using you know um apple arcade you know doing those type of things and paying for their services versus being out of it okay so then i will say this yeah say that's the plan yeah I'm going to hold off on buying a Series X until you release something that I'm going to. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because as it stands right now, I have no incentive to buy a Series X. Yeah. Especially since it's cross-generational play. Yeah. So, like, you and Justin can get the Series X day one. Yeah. Everything you guys are going to play, I can play with you. And isn't that... That's awesome. It is. It is. And I'm I'm okay that's with it. That's it. I know, but here's That's the it thing. right there. You here's just made a thing. better connection. Here's the thing. I'm okay with this. Yeah. But... That means your biggest, biggest roll of the dice here is releasing good exclusive yeah. games. A hundred percent. That's what Thursday's thing. Oh, that's man. why it's important. hundred Because if they, I'm sorry. And <laughs> yes, I do favor PlayStation more than Xbox because I love the exclusives on PlayStation. Yeah, I understand that. I feel like you have Halo. Yeah. Gears of War and Forza. Those are the three games I always think of when I think of Microsoft. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. Sea of Thieves. 15 million players. Can't deny it. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like... Tim Schafer. I'm like... Well, see, in there, that that's a selling point for me. Yeah. Whatever they do with Tim Schafer. So for me, I'm like, okay, they have that. Okay. Horizon Zero Dawn. God of War. Last of Us, Uncharted, Spider-Man, um, Spider-Man Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. There's, I think you said that twice, Horizon Zero I? Dawn. I don't know. It's okay, Anyways, Uncharted. There's, I think a, you said lo- that there's a lot of games in there where you know they have developed solid games. And it seems every time they let, even Days Gone, Ben did, wasn't a, a hit. Yeah. It wasn't a failure. It was still, uh, it, it, the general consensus was, it's a fun game. It has issues. Yeah. It's not. The What's best. the Hideo Kojima one that you. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Even Death Stranding. Yeah. It was a very divisive game. Sold well, it. it's a Hideo Kojima game. Right. So. If you're a fan of yeah, Kojima. It's all you're, Hideo you're gonna, Kojima. You're going to buy the game. And even then, isn't a full exclusive. That's going yeah. to PC. 
and I wouldn't be surprised if eventually the Xbox. Yeah. Just my opinion. Um, but you've got the same, you have two shooting games and a racing game yeah. and that's it. And you don't, you have a little more out there with PlayStation. So if you don't show me good looking new properties from all these studios you purchased, I just don't see the point in buying it yeah. at all. Let me ask, let me just counter with this. Okay. Are you paying for game pass? I am. That's all that Microsoft cares about right now from you. That's that is so it. Little. It seems, I know, I know it seems little, but I think that's all they care about is keeping you in their ecosystem in some direction. And I think with that, they'll be like, we're going to grow your loyalty because here's like I just said, they screwed up the beginning of this generation. They know that they have been trying to recover since then. And I think at this point, their goal is to bring you into the system. And all of a sudden this argument you're having where they're like, there's no exclusives Thursday, Thursday. And then hopefully through the life of this series X, I think their goal is like, we just want to show you that we can do this and convince you like by the end of this next generation, which who knows how long it is, five, seven years, right. like me and you may be having a different conversation. You'd be like, damn, Microsoft really did it in and I, I am sold on whatever their next project is. And that's all they want from you at this point. So the transition to that with you saying like the game pass, that's good. Yeah. One of the biggest, okay. And, and I, and I'm also going to use this as a detriment. I, Cause I just said there are three biggest properties, right? Yeah. I'll even throw Minecraft in there because yeah. it applies to what I'm getting ready yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, so people can game pass and know when those games have new games out, they're going to be on game pass. Mm -hmm. The $15 you're paying or however much gets you access to those games without having to buy it. PlayStation can't match that with PlayStation now, but they shouldn't try to match that with PlayStation now because they make so many different and make so much money on their exclusives. Last of Us 2 broke every sales record, minus anything Call of Duty did. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is selling amazingly, especially in Japan. The next God of War will probably break every record of any of those, right? It doesn't make sense to put those on PlayStation now. So how does PlayStation match that then? Or do they just keep doing what they're doing? It's definitely, it's a very different game. And I think if I could honestly see the numbers. I'm telling you Xbox play, or Xbox Game Pass on PlayStation. <laughs> that would be crazy. But I'm, I'm saying if <clears throat> XS, I would love to know more of the numbers of X, Xbox Game Pass. I have listened to a few interviews of people that have put their games on the service and had very positive and favorable things to say about the way it was utilized for them. And some of the things that have been crazy to me is now, granted, the games had been out for, or at least GTA Five. Yeah. When it was added, that was yeah, kind of that was old. crazy. I mean, it was old, but, but it's crazy that they put it on Game Pass. But Red Dead is only a year old. Exactly. And, it is and on then Game they Pass. put Red Dead on it, and it made me think. I'm like, is Rockstar? Are they trying something? Are they just? Are they using this service as a? 
Let's see. You know, GTA Five was one of those. I'm like, okay, yeah. However many years old, it's very old. But let's put it on there and let's just see what type of like revenue stream we get back from this. And then the fact that then Dead uh, Red Dead Redemption Two got put on it. That's a that's good to have a good relationship with Rockstar. So I have a theory as to why Red Dead was put on so quickly and it took GTA Five a while. Yeah. They put GTA Five on, and Rockstar is making buckets of money off of GTA Online because of people buying passes and all the other crap you have to pay for for GTA Online. I think they made so much money just by making it free on on Xbox Game Pass that they were like, let's put Red Dead Online or Red Dead on Game Pass because we just made a shitload of money. We that offsets any money we might have lost from not having it on, or not selling it directly. So just go ahead and yeah. put it on. on it's a back. good experiment to have. I feel like this Xbox Game Pass, and also for their first party exclusives as they release more throughout this life cycle of the next generation. It'll be interesting to see how it performs. Also, um, kind of funny, which is a YouTube channel plus gaming company, obviously. They just started an Xbox game pack. Xbox <laughs> podcast called Xcast. Slow it down. Say your words. Still, it's the Articulate. Naming. Anyways, so if anybody's looking for an Xbox-specific information, gotcha. they're going to do a six-week trial okay. run. So if you just want Xbox news. I did like Greg Miller and uh, Colin Moriarty um, back in the day. Yeah. The, so they the host on to this to. is somebody... some. Twitch streamer named Snowbike Mike, no clue who he is. Hmm. Um, Alana Pierce, who used to work for IGN. Oh yeah, I like Alana and, Pierce. Uh, Gary Witta. Uh, I'd recognize the name. Wrote uh, uh, and uh, I don't know if he directed, but I know he wrote uh, Rogue One. Oh wow! Yes, he's a huge gamer. He's, okay. a, he's a big part of the kind of fun. He, he does. I, we'll talk after this. You'll get. Yeah. You have to give me. I'll subscribe and see how it is. Um, Let's move on to some PlayStation <laughs> um, Oh, we didn't even get into the crazier thing. Can I, do I have a moment to say my go crazier ahead, go thing? Do your crazy okay. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. So, I don't have any predictions for this, for the Thursday anything. And this really isn't so much for, because they said they're not doing any hardware now. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's not going to happen, but I do have a crazy prediction. And this is just a thought process. So... You know, Xbox has kind of pretty much stayed out of the VR game. They've kind of said, no, we're not doing it. We're not going to play it and everything. But as this new Series X is going to come out, one of the things I will say that would definitely, you know, perk my ears this up. This would make me buy an Xbox. I was going to say, this would perk my ears up. As I've been coming to, you know, Brandon's house to play my Half-Life Alex because I don't have a PC that can do it. And you talked about how you're even not 100% sold on jumping into this generation. Yeah, not right off the bat. Absolutely. Right. Especially if I've got I've got the One X, so I've got the more par- powerful hardware. And so it's like, yeah, I can kind of hang back. I'm going to throw that out there. If anything, all this does is make me want to invest more in a One X than it does a Series yeah. X. Yeah, so understandable, understandable. Right. So, but my crazy thought process that just kind of like blew my mind balls when I was thinking about it. I was like, what if, now not that, you know, they're just doing games this next, but what if at some point they just came out and said, hey, you know, you see the C drive? You can hook up your, you know, Oculus Quest to this now. Use that as like your jump off and like, oh, and we've got Steam integration. Like a Steam app. Holy crap. Yeah. That would be insanity to put something like that in and say, that's the thing is 
we are, you know, the idea is with our console generation is it's a PC, and this is what like Xbox One S can't do it. This middle road Lockhart do it can't do it, but the Series X we built purposefully with enough power to do this type of stuff onto right. it. So basically, we we we've developed an entire um, application within Series X that is basically Steam. Yeah, you download it like you download Netflix or whatever. You download a Steam app and you open it up, and you have access to stream any steam game that yeah. you have yeah and play or, like or any or of the oculus the, quest yeah. games and the play of the vr i'm like man if they did something like that made it compatible that, is, with that makes VR it headset. that moves it from me being like maybe i'll hold off when the generation starts to it is a day one because then it adds to a, something i already have right now granted would they take that big of a leap because i don't know that vr has blown up like they it thought it would but if it was just one of those like hey when we were developing this we kind of thought about Oh, this is powerful enough to like also be ran as like a VR, you know, station. Right. Yeah, let's just add that in. Right. A function. That would be incredible. And what's interesting is because the VR is still in that space of nobody's entirely sure, but you have a game that's come out in the last year called Half Life Alex. Oh man. That is amazing critical and gameplay reviews and people loving it and And for a while you couldn't get headsets i mean for a while everything was sold out because people were that interested in it and you know is there another killer app after that i mean there's things that i've played i've enjoyed quite a bit and there are other games that are bigger that require a pc or you know required a pc or something to play through steam or whatever but you know half-life alex what Half-Life Alex really does is shows other developers that you can make a VR game that isn't Surgeon Simulator or right. something. Or a gimmicky. gimmicky. It's not based on a gimmick right. of just like a wave shooter or, you know, some type of like weird interactive type puzzles right. and stuff like that, which I have been considering getting uh, Five Night at Freddy's VR as a spooky and a spooky um, game. So we'll see about I, that. I did find a spooky game that is, is suggested. Okay. So I will, I'll we'll talk. That we'll talk. All right. Um, Sorry. Sorry. No, no, so because we... I love that idea. When you told me that, I was like, yeah, that would make me want to. I texted Brandon and was like, Burn, dude, <laughs> I was like, I got to tell you this. You called me. I did call you. you called I was me, like, right? think about this. Which is funny because most of yours and my communication is via text yeah. or messenger. You actually called me, which was funny. So when you called me, I was like, something wrong with like Emily or the kids. Like, nah, what's going it's just on? one of those moments where I had like a, clairvoyance where i was like i have to tell somebody this because that would be if they showed off that possibility that would be bananas and had i realized we just spent so much time on xbox i would have done playstation first but that's um, all right because there's not a whole lot of playstation yeah there's not a whole lot um now this is this first thing is big not just for playstation but it goes along with microsoft cutting production on the one x and s digital because I think it's for the same reason. I think they're doing that so they can put more effort into producing uh, the Series X production-wise. Sony initially had forecasted five, maybe six million PS5s um, by year's end. They have doubled that to 10 million. And Are you pre-ordering when it releases? Probably. I figured as much. Okay. Um, they've also... Um, I guess there was a data. I didn't put this on here. I was reading today. Somebody did a data mining on the PlayStation website that looks like they're going to limit it to one per household. I saw that. I've been seeing so it kind of go around I the website. That was a little interesting, but still, which ten, is good. 
Well, Let's be honest. Like, it, it's so sickening. Because people buy it and they stick it on eBay yeah. or Craigslist. They or, buy like 20 of them, and which makes me think that people will just make random right. accounts. But I mean, which, but you know, which is funny because when the PlayStation 4 came out, I had friends that were wanting them and couldn't find them. And if I was somewhere and I saw one, I'd call a buddy. Do you want me to buy this? You know, you give me right. the money, like whatever. There was. One- there still is something a lot of fun about going to a store and oh. kind of like everybody's hyped up and oh, excited. Yeah. Um, I kind of miss it. Uh, my buddy Ryan couldn't get his PS4 at launch. So, like, the th- I don't know, the first or second week of December, um, he had pre-ordered from Best Buy, and they'd been waiting forever. First, second week of December, they said, if you show up at your, your location store on this day, we will have X amount, and mm. you can pick one up, because we can't guarantee when your pre-order will be in. Oh, so it's so disheartening. We, he got up at like 4 a.m. and went went to. I'm surprised he didn't just camp by. overnight. Well, well, that was we joked about it. He got there and he wasn't the first person in line. Oh, I don't doubt that. No, I sure. showed up with him at like six, and we sat in the freezing cold. Like we're talking, I'm talking. Oh, I love it. It's so degree, good. Ten degree weather with a wind chill of negative one or something. So you just need to pull out a little flask oh, and you just. Well, so then um, one of us got out of the line to go. To, we were together, so there was always one line. One of us went over to Starbucks, got some hot chocolate and some coffee, and went back. Um, but the, but you know, I think that's I think that's a good sign for both Microsoft and Sony. If yeah. they, they're both kind of saying, "Hey, look, we're worried about supply, but it's looking and- better." Well, let's just like, be honest. As gamers, it's just awesome. It's so much fun it to is. game. Like gaming is like even there. I have my lulls where I don't play anything, and especially I don't play the things that I want you want me to play. But you know, in the end, I'm just like, man, I have a good time with it, and it's like a good distraction, especially from everything going oh, on. Oh, with yeah, with everything going on. Um. So the PS5 has been added to Amazon, as well as a couple other stores, but like they went up on Amazon and it was like, hey. <laughs> like everybody's like, holy shit! They put up a, our pre-orders getting ready to income, and um, I think uh, I think that's really got people a little more hyped. I think for the next generation, because you actually can go to Amazon, search PS Five, and there's all this information there for you as a placeholder, and you're just kind of like, what is that? Um, and I put a link on here. I'm not going to try to open it and read them, but there's already Amazon reviews for the PlayStation Five. Yeah, they range anywhere from people that just anti Sony. To people who are, oh, this is the best thing ever. To time travelers who you can't beat those time travelers, right? Who um, like there was one in particular that was like, oh, I bought this used at GameStop. It won't read discs. It's yeah. trash. It's if you uh, if you want to read some good funny reviews, look up uh, a banana shaped banana cutter reviews. They're good too. So. That sounds ridiculous. I have to show you after we're done. <laughs> um, this past week, the in a very ridiculous <laughs> thing, um, Sony Sony gave Jeff Keighley his summer game pass the controller so you could preview it and talk about it. And he had an interview with one of the guys from Sony. Before I get into the controller thing, I, I enjoyed the interview with the guy from Sony. And one of the things that he brought up was um, he had asked about, you know, so are, are pre-orders going to go live? Because you guys have updated you keep updating your page on the sony website amazon he goes up he goes yeah we didn't even know amazon did that and they were just like somebody was like hey is this coming and they're like whoa 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 we haven't done anything what are you talking about and he was like we didn't know 
that Amazon had put this up. We didn't tell anybody. Right. He's like, right. we are not going to drop pre-orders out of nowhere. We are going to inform you of a date in the future when we get to that point when pre-orders start. He also, um, and I know this is more for me for you than you because I know you don't like the way the, the PS5 looks. No. Um, Keeley straight asked him about whether the side panels came off and how customizable the system oh, was. Oh, I didn't know that. And he didn't, he was like, we'll talk about that later. So basically that's, it's a I've, yes. I've always loved it when, when anybody in any form of anything gets asked a question, if it's not straight, yes or no, it's a yes. Yeah. It's pretty it's, much a yes. It's a, we'll talk about that at a later date and time. So uh, I, I just I, wish it wasn't so ugly. Anyways. It's just so ugly. Um, but then, but to start it, there was this ridiculous preview of the controller. Did it look like just thrown together to the point like where it really well, like K- they didn't Killy's, really? Killy said they just showed up at his house and said, "Hey, yeah, preview this." That that doesn't surprise me because watching it, it was like what which, is happening. Which made me think that Keeley by himself was responsible for all the footage he used, and I think that might have been what the issue was because I think. Had a Sony rep showed up at his house, set everything up, and said, this is what we're going to do. And if they did do that, they bombed it. Whoever they sent, oh, if they did it. If they didn't, I'm going to give it a little more of a pass. If it was all on Keeley and they said, hey, here's this, here's this. It would almost have been thing. better had they not shown it, to be honest. Oh, it, it totally It just would've. was bad. Had it been a preview, they said, hey, we're going to show you a little bit of Astro's Toy Box or whatever it's called. And said. Absolutely. If they just said, hey, we're just going to show you Astro's Toy Box, and, that would have been better. And we're going to show you some pictures of this, the controller and talk about what it is. But having somebody sit there and try and tell you how something oh, feels man. in their I hand. I loved it. And it was so bad. And I was like, I felt bad for Keeley because I was like, He's trying. He's really trying to yeah. talk about what it's doing in his hand. And I'm like, this is getting a little uncomfortable for me to watch. And I really don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I got to admit, they've got a, an uphill battle to fight because with COVID. And it's one of those that, yeah, you can't just go and like have a showing of just say, hey, we're going to let tons of people just come by and right. play with it. Because when you'd PS, have to When PSVR and- came out. They had a thing at GameStop up here, and yeah. you could go try it. They don't have that now. Right, they can't. They can't There's put no the way. video game things out. Like They still have that at Walmart, by the way. And I'm like, not touching that. Like it's just like, <laughs> I mean, in general, you shouldn't. You shouldn't, so. but right. But I'm like, even now, I'm like, no. But I used to do that all the time. I used to go up to GameStop and like, oh, what, Sam, what demos do they have on this? Like, before the Switch came out, they had a thing up there. You try out a Switch. Uh, before the, the Wii U came out. Like that's what made me buy a Wii U was I went and tried one out at GameStop or somewhere or Best Buy. Um, yeah. And they can't just go, Hey, we put some sample PS five controllers out with a tech demo that you could sit and play Astro's toy box. See what it is. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. Mm, it was, it was a very, yeah, it felt like the uh, Mark Cerny, you know, <laughs> But Which even then, he was more prepared. Obviously, even it then, just was the Mark Cerny thing was what it always said it was going correct. To be. But that, like, I think the people that came in thinking it was going to be one right. thing, but it, but were it was like, never. They never said it was going to. No, be they that did. One thing. But everybody came in thinking it was going to be one thing, and then you're like, huh? 
Yeah, I'm, I don't. And is that guy cardboard? Like, what's <laughs> happening? I um, mean, like, oh man, it was rough. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm, as polished. Not as, their, as polished. Their their their, their trailer the stuff is not as not I was as like, good. What? I will say. So they and I've said I think I've said this on here before. They have and when they really before they released the PS4, they released the PS4 controller and said that if you plug it in with with a cord, you can use a PS4 controller on PS3. I did that. I bought a PS4 controller before I ever had the system. Um, and what was funny about that was when I pre-ordered my PS4, I needed to order a game and an accessory. So I had pre-ordered a PS4, a second controller, and um, the uh, camera. PlayStation 9. PlayStation 9. And I got there and no, it wasn't the eye. It was, no, I know it wasn't. It was, it was, no, <laughs> I know what you're saying. It was uh, Black Flag 4. Black or Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Okay. It was the extra controller in Black Flag. And then they announced, hey, we're releasing this. If you want, you can use it on your PS3. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go get that because I want I want to see what this thing's like. And so I changed my extra controller to the PlayStation camera. So that was my two things that I pre-ordered. But I got to, I think it was for a whole month or two months, I had a PS4 controller that I was playing with on the PS3 and seeing how it felt. I would love for them to do that with the PS5 controller. I think it's I think it's smart because one, it increases the hype, and I think they should be able to since it's all in the controller and in the programming and not hardware dependent. They should be able to release Astro's toy box or a stripped version of it for the PS4. So that people can actually play it, I think it would be a cool hype move. Like people will see like what the deal with the controller is, and then you know, be like, yeah, I want to get. A you know, all, and all I can think of as you're talking about this is you snuggled up with the controller oh, yeah. at night, being like, "I love you," Monica being like, "What?" and be like, "Nothing." Nothing. <laughs> you controller, don't um, leave me. All right, last thing on my list. <laughs> Whoa! Crumpling it up. He's going to shoot it. Let's see. Do we have any uh, basket? Feel that miserably. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is selling amazingly in Japan. And it's selling good and getting great reviews. But um, in Japan, more, they're like, apparently it's like people are, this is really cool. And I think, I think the biggest issue, or not the biggest issue, the biggest pro for them is usually a Japanese game is like an RPG, like turn-based mm-hmm. or some kind of heavily anime-influenced type thing, and it just stays there. Like, doesn't really move west very often. And here, you have a very large AAA game, exclusive game to Sony, who is already huge in Japan. Um, and it's about their history. And he hangs dong. And he hangs dong. <laughs> um <laughs> And so I even read today that the city of uh, Tsushima or the island of Tsushima is working with, um, no, it said city because it was Tsushima City, which is, I think, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's the capital because I don't know. Is working, no, you can say whatever you want. It's whatever, capital. It's capital. Is working with Sony and Ghost of Tsushima to raise tourism. Hmm. Where they're like, I don't know what's going on or how they're doing it, but they're going to work together to try to. 
which is funny because I told you earlier I was like starting to like get curious about yeah. earlier today at work I was sitting there and I pulled up Google and I was like real life locations from ghosts like and I started googling stuff yeah. like does it I'm, look as pretty I look dude it looks a little more gorgeous like yeah do they have hot springs I'm sure they do somewhere I think you and I should go visit I'll go to Japan. All right. Let's do it. Would your wife be okay with it? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to go. She told me already. Is this something you would really want to do? Yeah, 100%. Let's go visit. I would love we, to we go We could go see Japan. Nintendo World. Let's do you it. You really think so? Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm here, I'm 2024. Worried. Here's what I'm worried about. Is that when it opens? I think it's already open. Or it was no, supposed it's, to it's o- I think it was yet. supposed to open, but it got delayed. I'm just worried that Nintendo World is the ultimate loot box. <laughs> like you get there and like everything's gonna be like, I need to spend money. Is that a problem? <laughs> yeah, because you have I'm giving you, you to four to years to, to start saving. Twenty twenty four, okay. Twenty twenty four. So that's our goal. Yeah. Well then Justin okay, now we need Brent, to, oh, dude Zach guy, guy trip. Guy trip to Japan. Here's my question though. Where in Japan? Are we just going to main island, Tokyo? No, we're running around the whole thing. Just Crest the crest, baby. All right. Can we go to Tsushima? Take a ferry to Tsushima just for a little bit. I didn't realize how small Tsushima was until I started Googling because you have a a huge island of the the islands of Japan. And then Tsushima is this little itty bitty thing right in between Korea, Peninsula. So I'm going to start saving money. Hopefully we'll be open up back then, by then, and travel places. I imagine. What's great is we show up at in Japan wearing face masks and we already fit in because that's what they've done over there for forever ever yeah yeah. a buddy of mine that was from australia had to do have a layover in japan and the footage he posted on his youtube was like no legit everybody here wears masks like and he didn't have a mask and he this was like three or four years ago and he was like and i feel really weird for not wearing a mask because everybody's eyeball i feel like there's a level of like consideration and respect that is i don't know felt a little bit more japanese culture yeah i think and even chinese culture for a little bit like this there's that. Well, it's that or you know you go to an intern camp. So you what? <laughs> so it's that or you go to an intern camp. Yeah. So detention center. All right, sir. Um, I'm gonna ask you now. You work Friday. Yes. Do you work? But and you work Thursday. Yes. Would you want to do a post Xbox game show post Thursday night? Maybe more Friday night just because I know I'll be exhausted. I'll be exhausted after I work on Thursday. Okay. But after fr- when I work my last shift, usually I'm like a little bit like, all right, feeling good. Feeling good. You're not working this weekend? No. Okay. Next weekend. All right. So we'll shoot for a post-show, a post. What yeah, that's right. You said post-show. What, what are they calling it? Xbox. A game Showcast? I don't know. Or Showcast Showcase. Game Showcase. So I think they've been calling it. Yeah. Real quick. Biggest surprise, or will there be one in fable. terms of game? Fable, you really so you think there'll be a fable, and, yep. and it won't be exclusive to Xbox Series X. No, so it'll be. Oh, I'm sorry. I uh, for some reason I thought you were going to say it was going to be on like PlayStation, but no. Yes, it'll be Xbox, obviously. Um, everything Series S. Okay, gosh dang, One what, S. Let me change this up a little. What is your biggest want, and what do you mm. think the biggest thing will be? I think Fable's going to be the biggest. I think that's going to be the thing that's going to okay. blow people's mind. That and Halo Infinite. 
You know, I mean, Halo is kind you, of a tentpole. You, been, you had texted me saying, wouldn't it be awesome if they said there's a demo for Halo Infinite? Ooh, so I, I didn't even think about it because how doing that game, they that have demo had week. so many betas for right. Halo multiplayer. Right. And you want to get people like revved up for it. Yeah. And that's another thing that goes right in line with their like, why is it nice that we're not just doing a generational like, oh, no, you can only play this on the Series X? Right. Is like, man, if we do, here's Halo Infinite. We're showing you like the world and everything. We'll talk to you about the multiplayer next week when the beta drops for one week. And people go. are going to be like, right. <gasps> okay, so do you think that's your surprise? Uh, if like the beta, like if they drop a beta, oh man, that, and I would love. Love, love, love. And I know that they're going to show some Psychonauts 2 off, so I already know about that. I would love another, like, this is what we're, this is what we've done. This is what's coming. And you here's what a mini we, thing from Tim Schafer saying, yeah. I've got three games here's, I want to show you. Here's the next thing. Here's the next game that's coming out. And I, man, oh, I, like, this would be like a Banjo Kazooie, like, from Tim <laughs> Schafer and Double Fine. That would be, like, my, like, I would love it. I would buy it. I mean, it'd probably it'd be on Game Pass. So I'd be like, I got this already. Fantastic. But I would be so rep, like just rep for it. I'd be like, yes. Well, I hope I hope there's Fable. I hope more than anything else there's Fable. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, I think they're going to surprise everybody with a new Alan Wake. I could see that. I think that would be a really cool. I could see that. Yeah. Because the Alan Wake, the first one was exclusive to three six mm-hmm. yeah so i think it'd be cool if they came out with a brand new survival horror type thing yeah that would be pretty cool my big want is is fable yeah i i am i feel like almost hands down that's going to be like the oh and one more thing right you know oh I yeah feel like, like 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 playstations oh and then this here's horizon zero yeah. dawn I f- and then hill oh, here's this here's i feel like you started off with like halo infinite and Halo Infinite is just, it's, first of all, it's got to pop. Like, it, whatever they're, they've been working on, it's got to do well. Like, they have to. How many games do they need to show? <sighs> I know not all of Sony's games they showed were exclusives, but they still showed a good number of games. Yeah, they showed. And, here, and here's the problem. I think problem they said is, 17 or this 18. This is supposed to be only exclusives. So oh, man. If they're going to keep it, like, six games... I feel like it needs to be better than Ubisoft. Yeah, I feel like my hope would be because I've also heard it's going to be an hour long, which I know a lot of people are like an hour. Like that Sony's was an hour. I know, but you know, people crap at you know go crazy. They're like just an hour. Um, If they were able to show, I think the minimum exclusives an hour should be more than enough. Many if they showed eight, I think I'm pretty satisfied right there. Like. Six is like the like kind of the limit because then you think about uh, one you know a game every ten minutes and they're show you know kind of gets you through the hour. But I mean if they showed eight, you're kind of all like, damn, those are all exclusive. And I know Halo Infinite's going to be there. I feel like they're probably going to see a Forza tease. Um, uh, what's another? There's another one that's like a for sure. I can't think of it. Oh, I can't remember. Oh. um Psychonauts, Psychonauts Two is going to be there. We know, we know, like of some of those. I just feel like Forza's for sure. We know Halo Infinite's there. Um, I've heard that um, uh, Perfect Dark is also a rumor, like of a possibility of showing up. So I feel like that's one there. I feel like Fable, you know, is going to be there. 
But like I said, that'll be your. Do you think they'll put that um, gears tactics RTX game? Yeah, there? man, I hope so. Oh, I love those tactic games. They're like <laughs> X, XCOM is just oh, it's yeah. so much fun to like just min max like okay, I'm doing this, I'm moving here, I'm that's my plan, and let's see how it plays out. Um. And I, I, that's in all honesty, I want a couple of surprises. I want something that I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know they had that in the pipeline. I hope, I hope. I if they show over like 15, that would be bonkers. I don't think it's going to happen. I think over eight, and I'm if, like if pretty they, happy. If they show more than 10, it's going to be because they're showcasing the, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault them for showcasing their smaller studios that are working on smaller yeah. things. Oh yeah, they should do 100%. that anyways. But um, please, please show me some of the smaller. Even if oh, it's um, a sizzle reel of like six games for Hellblade one. Two. Hellblade we'll Two. Oh, too. okay. Yeah, Hellblade yeah. Two will be there. Um, oh crap! I just forgot. I, I honestly feel like they could make their Hellblade a God of War type. Oh, if they really if they if they want to, I think I'm they need hoping, to. I'm really really hoping. Because they killed it off at one point. I'm hoping that I think it's Spellbound, the dragon. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The Final Fantasy <laughs> dragon game. You're holding on hope for I'm it. I'm still holding hope. Like I don't know why, but I was really hyped for that game. So if like they came on and they said, you know, we heard that everybody would just really wanted this, so we took it back to the drawing board, we reworked it, and here it is. Even if it was like 2022. Yeah. You know. Well, that's what honestly, I honestly think that's what Sony is great about. They are great at showing you things that are way out in development. When they showed God of War and it was like still oh, three years out right. or four, like, but like you just were like, that's God of War. That's right. where it's going. That's it, incredible. Because it set a tone. Yeah. So you could tell this isn't going to be the same God of War game. Yeah. And then the next one was like, boy, oh, right, here's some actual gameplay. Yeah. And then the next year was, all right, this is where we start our plan. And this yeah. is what we're doing. And that's the thing. And is they kind of did that with Last of Us 2 as well. It was like Right. You just let's, like, let's, like, let's divvy it out and just say, here's what you can expect right off the bat. Here's what you can kind of expect in the middle. And then here's looking down the line. Right. And that's just like, man, give me that. Like, I'm so stoked. I'm, I'm hoping that they are just going to like they, kill it. I hope they stick to like how Sony did the game, 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 game with like less than 30 seconds yes of please talking. please don't they, don't kill it by like like slowing that pace down like i i, I feel like and ubisoft killed both of their presentations by people talking and i get it like the developers are proud of what they're working on and i'm like i understand that like they may want to come on and just show you something but like yeah sony sony's pace was perfect it was they could not have done it better. And the little like interlude with like the fact that they hadn't showed the console and the stuff, like that was like just great to see because you're like, oh, they're teasing it. They're teasing yeah. the they're teasing the console. But it would be like what, ten seconds at the most. Oh yeah, it was like when they five showed to 10 you something right. Of, like little, and it was all a very interesting way of showing you PS5 stuff. Yeah. And to then it got to the end, and they kind of combined all those yes. into boom console. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a white piece of crap that. <laughs> Just let it go. Uh, I'm never, your, never. Your opinion is wrong. But <laughs> if they like, and I get, like I said, so if they can get out, if the, whoever the developer says, says, "Hey, we're from Playground Games. We're proud to be introducing to you the next ha the Fable." Right. Boom! There you go. Five seconds of this is why we're excited to be working yeah. with Microsoft. Let them let them talk about it when, later. Let them right. talk about it on their own time when they're like the game's getting ready to come out and they're hyping that train up. Right. We don't need a whole bunch of like discussion and talk about. 
oh, you know, blah, we worked on this and, you know, we really, and I'm like, no, that's not the time, which I don't think they're going to make that mistake. I don't think that's going to happen. And even if I, I, I was, don't remember who I was talking to, but I thought it was funny. It was like, I can envision like they had had a little more of that stuff. EA came and did theirs, saw the flack. Ubisoft came out and did theirs and they immediately went, hey, yeah, so uh, we're just doing games. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> and the way that their first like little state of play thing was received too, they're yeah. like, I th- honestly think they've got a good set. If they mess this up, this is all on them, yeah. because they have they they you know trial and error with that first state of play that they did, and they got the response. And even the guy came out and said, "Hey, man, we're sorry. We should have probably talked about what that was right. actually going to be more. We apologize. That was on us." And like you said, then PlayStation came out and just knocked it out of the park. So they're like, okay, let's take that notes to the table. And then they got EA and Ubisoft. And it's like, man, if they if they mess it up. So Nintendo ooh. announced today that they had a little bit of a – or last night they were like, hey, in the morning we're doing a, a mini Nintendo Direct with one of our um, developers. Basically, it was all to just pimp one new game that's yeah. coming out. Everybody was pissed off online this morning. Like – they didn't announce this or this or this or this. I'm like, they said last night it's one developer talking yeah. about one game. It's like the same thing with, um, like we talked about the Mark Cerny thing. They said it's only going to be technical discussion yeah. over, like, it's that, that and, and why people got hung up on the first Xbox thing of you promoted gameplay demo right like you know and all this was was but, trailers and let's and be honest too nintendo can, they can do whatever they want they can like they i don't think they even listen to critique i don't even think they look at it they're just like we know we're nintendo we're gonna release rockstar games that you're gonna play and games that you've played before and you're gonna buy them again yeah and you're just gonna deal with it have you ever heard of the game Catherine? yeah they're releasing that on switch are they really and That's i'm funny. like everybody was like who at Nintendo okayed this? Did they never play this game? And then some, I think somebody said it's Nintendo. If they want to release, oh, they it, can do whatever they it. want. It doesn't matter. They're in a they're in a realm of their own. Right. So they are untouched by anything. So, all right, sir. This has been a very long podcast. It has. Um, we'll talk Friday night, maybe. Yes, that'll be the tentative plan, unless I'm too sleepy. Okay, here's a question: Are you going to watch the thing when you get home on Thursday? Yes. Heck yes. Okay, I'm, I'm going to just throw this out there. If you watch that thing Thursday yeah. and you get super freaking hyped and want to talk about it, yeah. just let me know and we'll record. Okay. I have no problem. We might have to do a real quick round table and be I, like, uh, give me your reactions. Boop, 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 boop. Right. No, I'm looking forward. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to Thursday. I have too. a crappy week and that's like my one bright spot. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Like, please do not screw this up. That's my like, that's really all I want them to do. Yeah. Don't screw it up. I'm with you 100%. Like, don't f this don't up. hurt me. And I, you know, the thing that actually makes me the most well, not you know, no, it probably is like the most nervous is like how Halo Infinite is received because you know they're not showing multiplayer; they're showing the main game. And I'm like, please, please, you have just messed it up before, and it's like, just do something good with what you had time for. All right. So tentatively next episode will be to be a post show of the game showcase from Xbox. And then we'll do one next week. Yep. So sir, as always good to talk to you. Good to talk to you too. Have a wonderful evening. It's enjoy your games, really people. Late. Yes. I'm going to go play some more ghost of Tsushima. All right. Bye. Peace.